You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. What's up, man? Yo. Yo. How you be? I be good. Yeah? Yeah. I just uh, just got done getting my, my shots. Flu shot. Oh. Which is the first flu shot I've ever had in my life. Why did you get a flu shot? Uh, apparently, you're supposed to have that shot, and they call it the Tdap. Did you get a full Tdap? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't. I'm set for like 10 years. Never gotten a Tdap, boy. Never. Yeah. For any of my children. They loaded me up. Are y'all going to make other people get Tdap? She just kept sticking needles in me. Because uh, I, I know people who are like, oh, if you want to hold my baby, you have to have had no. your Tdap. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Uh, I, won't, I, won't, like that. I won't hold your baby. Honestly, I don't even. I don't even know. Okay, she she asked her parents to get it. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Oh wow. So, so we'll see. Okay. Well, her dad's pretty stubborn. My kids are fine, and I never had a Tdap. Well, we'll see. Just throwing that out <laughs> there. Just throwing that out there. Well, I have it. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Nothing to hear. I can do about yeah. it now. I mean, that die has been cast. You might say I, it wasn't such a big deal. Go in there, prick me twice. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Had a lovely conversation. Okay. Actually, I, <laughs> there was a kid who came in right after me. A kid and his mom. Yeah. And he's like, you know, kind of pissy. And the lady's like, like a normal kid. The lady's like, hey, I need, you know, your driver's license and insurance. And then she, his mom goes, well, you're 18. Where's your driver's license and insurance? And he goes, well, I'm supposed to just have that on me all the time. I'm just knocking everything over. And I was just, I just started laughing in the doctor's office because I was like, look at this kid. Yes. He's still going with his mom to the doctor and he doesn't have his damn license. Oh, no. So he's just like throwing a fit. He's like, whatever, I'll come back later. That's funny. It was, I had a good laugh. Wonderful. Yeah. I uh, know. I spent my weekend soccer. Oh man, so many yeah. soccer games, tournaments, and yeah. everything. And it turned out good. His team, you know, they got second place. They won every game until the final. The only, that's the only one they yeah. lost, which is fine. Only but, lost by one. Yeah, it was a good team. They were down three at half, scored two real quick. Professional. Made, yeah, and then they back and forth the rest of the game. Just <laughs> couldn't quite catch up, but it was good. That's cool. It was a good game. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Scared the baby every time we cheered. Yeah. They don't like those loud noises of, you know, the whole sideline. Like, yeah. So. And didn't get in any fights. That's life, baby. So it was it was okay. Hey, that's good. <laughs> Sometimes you got to get in some fights. <laughs> yeah. If you try not to at your kid's soccer game, you know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe right. not the best idea. Maybe not. Okay. Anyways. So, uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, Almost the mid-season. One more episode. Yeah. Which is crazy, Damn. and it's a 90-minute episode next week. It's flying by. So yep. I'm sure someone or two will die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Gabriel is not long for this world, which is a little sad. I was hoping he'd go out in a better way sure. than just being sick, but maybe, maybe he'll You think he'll us. die from being sick? I mean, they're pretty much telling him he's on be, death's doorstep. I mean, that's what they're telling him. Like, whoa, yeah. we don't have any medicine that'll help you. You're in trouble. Mm. Interesting. Who knows? That would be that'd be pretty lame. Yeah. All right. This episode is called "Time for After." Mm-hmm. Which is I don't, of, I don't know what that means. A lot of Eugene in this. Have you missed Eugene and his uh, his oh, way of I talking? Love it. Man, 
This episode had so many lines, it's just so the, many quotable lines. It's just the way he talks. I mean, you thought yeah. it was an act, but no, that's just who he is. Yeah. And how he's decided to live what his life. cranks my shaft is being safe. <laughs> <laughs> he said cranks my shaft a couple times. <laughs> I uh, ergo, I need the giggle juice. <laughs> oh, man. Five yeah. for five, ten for ten. <laughs> 2020 vision. Some good quotable lines in this episode. Well, let's talk about his character development. Yeah. Because I don't know if you did, but before this episode, I always kind of questioned if he was truly a savior or if he was just there for convenience sake. Mm -hmm. But it seems like he he chose in this episode, like, um, I'm not maybe as safe as I could be. I'm trying to save some people, but this is who I am now. I'm a savior. I'm with Negan. Yeah. Yeah, that, but he's still doing favors. Like, he's still not, you know, throwing Dwight under the bus. Which I don't understand. Because he he knew it was Dwight. He confronted Dwight about it and basically said, I'm not going to turn you in as long as you stop. And then when Dwight didn't stop, he still didn't turn him in. Well, so do you think it gets down to the point to where Eugene is just a coward and he's trying to keep a back door? It's like a little escape plan or... Uh, somebody who can vouch for him and say like, well, he could have turned me in, but he didn't, you know, I feel like he's such a survivor and I don't say that as like, (laughs) you know, like he's surviving on his own abilities, you know, if, if his abilities are to talk his way out of things, sure. But like, he just wants to stay alive and he doesn't care who he's with to do it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he's setting up, for the future, routes, you know? I think I think maybe he just didn't want to see Dwight get hurt, like, and yeah. he didn't want to see Dwight get in as much trouble as he was gonna. Sure, because Dwight was honestly trying to save people, and the only one they wanted to kill was Negan. Yeah, like that was always the plan. And Rick and them have, are planning on coming back in like the next few hours to make them surrender. They're going to clear out the Walkers and then just kill Negan. Yeah, which is. You know, a good thing. It's a nice plan from Rick. Minimal loss of life. Sure. And him and Negan have that in common. I only kill people that need to be killed when they need to be killed. And that's it. I try to kill the minimum. You got to hang. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can see him just being nice in that and not wanting Dwight to die or to see, you know, more lives being lost. Yeah. But I also... I also am always imagining he has some thing he's right. working out. Sure. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. He's always got a plan. He's, the wheels that, are always That turning. is his special ability. Yeah. In a video game, Eugene's ability would be, you know, talking to people. <laughs> it, would, it would be Puzzles. intellect. It would be the puzzle guy. Yes. Yes. So what do you think of this situation that the saviors are in? You know, one, two days of food left. They're kind of falling apart at the seams. It's a really a great plan. Yeah. That, that they had. Oh, no. It was a great plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. Like, we're yeah. going to make them, we're going to starve them out. We don't want anybody to die, but they're kind of going to be helpless. Sure. And we're going to come in and save them mm-hmm. and offer them a choice. And they really are not going to have much of a choice at this point. No, it was a great plan. And I like how they've gotten to this point to where we got some of the questions answered from, you know, beginning on in this season. Okay. Of just like... What what are they trying to do here, and what what is the next step? And now we see like kind of how the whole plan 
unfolded and now we see the result of it yeah. and it's it's great but there's too many restless people yes there are which and is hard like they're just hell bent on vengeance yeah like i'm sure they all agreed to the plan to start and now that they see that the plan is working and they have the upper hand they're like whoa 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 let's alter the plan and uh yeah. just kill everybody basically right which, yeah, and and what's crazy, because plans for Rick usually never unfold correctly, but if no one else would have had their hand in it, like if Daryl wouldn't have been like flying off the hinges and doing his own thing, then Rick's plan would have worked perfectly. Yeah. Like, down to like getting the trash people on his side. Right. You know, which I thought was stupid. It but is stupid. It, it it was stupid, and the fact that it worked out is pretty fortunate. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, and the more I've thought about it, because I've thought about it a lot, because it just doesn't make sense. Storytelling-wise, it doesn't make sense, really. Um, Character-wise, I mean, it's just a dumb thing. Like, yeah. The trash people stay out of our way. They take, they don't bother, right? And maybe he's just trying to set up for the future, like, hey, we're all going to be working together, so we've got the hilltop... Um, Alexandria, um, the kingdom, kingdom yeah. and now we've got the trash people and the sanctuary. We're all going to be working together, living in harmony. And so we need to set that up from the beginning that you can't yeah. pair up with each other and stab us in the back. Maybe that's the only reason that I can think of. Sure. And yeah. And maybe, I don't know, because at the end of the day, like with this plan working so well, I still feel like they had enough people to execute the rest of it. So having the trash people wasn't super necessary. No. Even without the kingdom. And Daryl brings that up. Like, you don't have all the kingdom fighters now, you know, so you need that. But at the same time, there's walkers everywhere. Right. You kind of control the situation. They did exactly what you wanted. Yeah. They're 20 deep. 20 yeah. deep around this building. What are y'all going to do? They're not going to fight their way out. Yes, they were 20 deep. <laughs> Everything is past tense with this plan now. Just, and so Michonne and Rosita trying to reason with Daryl and Tara, your favorite character. Mm -hmm. um, and then Morgan shows up. He's like, we're with you. The snipers are with you. I want this done. Were you expecting to see Morgan show no, up? No, I mean, what the hell? I know. It's like it went from like, all right, bye, Morgan. Like that was your exit walking off into the woods. And then right. all of a sudden Morgan's just back and he's like, well, not quite. And he's taking over the snipers. He's like yeah. the leader of the snipers. Yeah. I didn't even know he was a sniper. I know. He went from never using guns to using really high powered guns. Accurately. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I could, uh, yeah, I'm surgical with this thing. This is not a bow staff. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're not throwing a javelin. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? These are bullets. You know what a bullet is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so they're playing let's crash through the wall all the way into the building put a hole in the building and then the walkers will go inside and we basically death and destruction is what will happen right the workers are on the other side of the compound so they'll be fine their only choice will be to escape which they'll do and they'll just leave negan and his upper higher level people trapped in there right Great, great backup plan, guys. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> like, the, the only purpose for that is to just kill people. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that you're going to accomplish is that people are going to die, and you're going to try to finish things faster. Yeah, and I don't know 
what hope of like controlling that situation they thought they had. Because yeah. you're driving a vehicle into 20 deep of walkers. Right. And like, how do you have control of that situation? It's, there's too many variables. And that's, that's the thing. Even, even why I kind of argue with Rick and going to the junk people is like, no, there's too many variables. Like, what? I'm sorry. Am I the only one asking if that doesn't work out? Right. Or if they just shoot you when you walk in? Like, right. Any of these things could have happened. There's too many variables. Go with what works. Right. And the threat of my people are going to come and rescue me if you, if you don't let me go. They don't care. Right. What, how does that help you sure. right now? Yeah. Ha- have them come. <laughs> like, right. It's, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, why not? Uh, they know where I am. That's fine. Well, I'll be here. And we, if we have to do a standoff, we'll do a standoff. Yeah. But more people will needlessly die. Yeah. And you'll be one of them. Yeah. And, but I'm going to sculpt you after. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought she was creepy She's before. A freak. Thought she was creepy before, but man, yeah, you know, taking the pictures. Turn around, I sculpt mm-hmm. you after. I sculpt. And then she tried to throw that into the negotiation, right? <laughs> but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Some more of Eugene. Eugene's mm-hmm. plan. Well, he first he meets with Negan, and Negan kind of reassures him that, dude, you're a badass. You have a spectacular mullet. But you're important, and you got my respect, and I want you to work to help us get out of the situation, because of right now, you're really the only one who can. Yeah. And I don't think Negan's BSing him. I really don't. No, no, no. I think Negan knows exactly who Eugene is, and he knows that he's too much of a coward to be the mole or someone working for the other side. So, yeah, he's going to use Eugene every bit that he can. And, and Eugene comes up with a plan to get the walkers away right? with the flying iPod, <laughs> which isn't a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, it, they work with what they can, right? I feel like it would have to get really loud though. Sure. And I don't know if, if a uh, MP3 player like that is capable of getting that loud. Sure, I don't know if the speakers yeah. that I mean, maybe it's an iPod Touch with the built-in like, speaker. All the screaming of the walkers and the moans and the groans. Right. How, how does that? Yeah, I don't know. But hey, the speaker truck. I'm not Eugene. Speaker truck would have been better. Sure, would have been <laughs> so much better. And then Dwight catches him, and Dwight's like, and Dwight explains the plan mm-hmm. to Eugene, and Eugene still doesn't turn on the saviors. He's yeah. like, I'm trying to save people's lives, yeah. and Dwight's like, that's what I'm doing too, for the, ever though. Forever. With right. no Negan, things are going to be so much better. You've seen how shit happens here, man. You yeah. know what is going on. And once you get involved in it and participate in anything like that, you're never going to be not part of it. But it's like, I don't know. At the same time, Eugene is never, he's never lived under the Savior's boot. Like, he's never been, ever since he's been there, he hasn't been on the low side. Sure. He's always had what I whatever he wanted. He's got had his, his video games, his pickles, like his, his room. He's been like set up yeah. and better than he has in the whole apocalypse. And so, you know, having those kind of amenities and then having someone as charismatic as Negan telling you that we're here to save people and we do save people. Right. Well then sure. He's pretty easy to sway at that point. It's yeah. like, man, you're right. And I have a pretty Dope ass life right now too. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And I mean, 
I don't know. Like, it's just when he starts talking about the people from Alexandria and they're like, those are your friends. No, no, no. Traveling companions. We were never friends. Yeah. Which, do you think that's true? Do you think he really felt that way about all of them? Like Abraham and Rosita and Rick and them that he was with the longest? What do you think? Oh, I don't think so. He, there was too much emotion whenever, whenever people were dying. Right. You know, he was too attached to it. I think that's that's a play. And he's t- trying to take on and s- have all the right answers and say all the right things to Negan and the people he needs to talk to so he stays in good graces. Sure. That goes right back to him just being a survivor and surviving in whatever way he can. You know? Yeah. I think. I think so, too. And then... Like, I don't think he's a weasel. I, okay, so I do in a way. Oh, he's a huge weasel. Yeah, but I think it's weird because he's now getting to the point where he feels like his contributions are necessary, are like vital. Well, he is vital. Yeah, and so now it's not even... I feel like with the Saviors, he's kind of turned from like being this weak character where he's hiding whenever walkers come in, which... Absolutely, he would still do that. He just has a big wall. Yeah. and But he's like this contributing member of this. Right. And I loved his first monologue, dialogue, excuse me, that he had with Father Gabriel. And Gabriel's like, you need to make the right, I feel like you're going to make the right choice. Yeah. And he's like, what What does that even mean? Right. Like, I, I'm smart. I, I, I've figured some things out in my life, but I've never been able to understand that. Yeah. Because the right thing for you may not be the right thing for me. It may yeah. be the worst thing in the world for me. And so I need to make the right decision for me, and I don't need to do what everybody thinks is best. Because mm-hmm. me helping you guys would look like the worst decision ever for the saviors. Sure. Me helping the saviors looks like the worst decision ever for you guys. So i got to decide what's right for me. Yeah. And I love that they're keep going on and on about this, about how the saviors and the Alexandrians, you know, they're not yeah. all that much different. Yeah. It's just who you landed with. It's so much of what we talked about the it's whole time amazing. leading up to it. I know. We nailed it. Man. High five. Give us a sponsorship. <laughs> I know. We should be on uh, predictions? The Talking Dead. That's really what it needs to oh, be. Man. We could tell everybody what's going to happen in I season two. I bet you two. would love that. Oh, I would love every second <laughs> of it. Oh, man. Are you kidding? Hello, Christopher Hardwick. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hardwick. How are you? No, he's, he's, he's not as bad as he's he He's a guy who does his job. Dude, he's great at it too. He does a good job yeah, at it. He he does. His stand up is good too. Sure. I gotta say it. His stand up is pretty funny. I think the only thing I didn't like was at midnight. I just I never could get behind at midnight. I, I don't I never know why. watched at midnight. It, yeah. It's over now, which is yeah. fine. He's focusing on other things. I just couldn't get behind at midnight. Sure. Okay. So let's get to Rick and the Heapsters. The Heapsters. trash people. The garbage pail kids. Yes. Um She's going to sculpt him after. And we find out that what after actually means is that <laughs> he's got to fight another one of these walkers with these weird metal helmets and things on yeah. that's being held by a stick. But he's probably going to lose because his hands are tied and it's just not, not a fair for fight. Rick. Yeah. It doesn't matter for Rick. And Rick proceeds to uh, beat the crap out of all the people that are around <laughs> Which him. Which is hilarious with his hands tied. And just using like a walker <laughs> on a stick. Rips the head off the walker and then uh, overpowers Jadis mm-hmm. because she doesn't know how to fight, apparently. Sure. 
She knows how to sculpt. And even then, he doesn't change his mind. He still wants them to be part of the plan. I just yeah. don't understand. I just yeah. don't get it. But, but that, and that's why I have to think, you know, him going in there, thinking about all the variables, is his plan the whole time to go through this, like, imprisonment and to go through a challenge or where he he gets to a point to where he has to, you know, give mercy to her. You know, you know what I mean? So like he gives mercy, he allows he, you know, he shows that like I'm here to change this world. I am allowing y'all to be a part of it. Right. It won't last long if you're not joining us. If you're not jumping on this train you're staying back there, and everyone back there dies. But what reason does he have to think that they're going to change? Like, they've narked on him. They've flipped on him once already. Sure. So what's to make him think that, hey, after this is done, we're not going to work together. Right. Y'all are still going to come take shit from us when you want, and we're not going to be, like, friends or allies or yeah. anything. Y'all are just going to be here. There's some people in this world who have no honor. <laughs> That's true. And there's there's no honor among thieves, and they're clearly thieves. Some people just want to watch the world burn. They do. That's just all it is. Yeah. I wish and I there could. are thieves, and, the, and they've said that. We just right. take, we don't bother. Right. And I think that we don't bother is we don't bother with honor. Like, we don't bother with with right. keeping our word on things. I mean, we We're don't even use real sentences. People. Yeah. Like, w- w- what we say means nothing. It you have no honor, you bitch. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We want half, and I want to sculpt you without your boxers on. Right. Um, what did What did Rick agree to? He agreed to give him twenty five percent, and right. that's it. He's yeah. like, "Give me my boots, and my clothes, and the only thing is coming off of these things on my hands." What are you talking yeah. about? Crazy. Only one sculpting me is Michonne. Right, and she does it. Oh, and she does. She does. Okay, Michonne and Rosita, they are going to go along with the plan, and then they decide this is a bad idea. Yeah. They decide that it's rage that is fueling this and not reason. <laughs> right. And because there's no reason involved. No. Tara Tara's trying to make her points and you just want to slap her in the face. Tara's an idiot. And and the fact that our beloved Daryl would would team up with her or take her advice or go along with her, bring her along at all, blows my mind. They're also filled with bloodlust at this point. And I understand. Like you, you've had, you've lost a lot. You've been through a lot. Daryl has been through more than a lot of people being captured by the saviors and tortured, being turned into Negan's kind of little pet project. Mm -hmm. I can understand. And him hating Dwight for what, you know, he tried to extend an olive branch to Dwight and his friends and it bit him in the ass. Yeah. And they, they turned on him, took his motorcycle and, you know, sure. Tara's girlfriend getting shot in the eyeball. Sure. But I mean, why do you abandon reason? At this point. Yeah. Man, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. He's just, he's gone off the rails. And we've been talking about this for a couple episodes. That like everything Daryl does is without thinking. He's killing people without thinking. You know, Rick offers a man his word. And that's the only thing that's worth a damn in this world. And then Daryl shoots him. Right. You know, it's like, there's no reason to anything he's doing. It's just animal instincts taking over. Right. And maybe he's just reached a breaking point. Maybe he's just had enough of this shit and he's done with it. And he's like, I want to end this and then be over with. And then we'll see what happens from there. He just needs, 
He needs some one-on-one time with Carol. Is that what it is? Yeah. But Carol's clearly after Ezekiel at this not, point. I mean, not even like that. Like, Daryl is a wounded animal, and she works at the rescue. Mm. You know, it's like, she just needs to take him in, feed him something, give him a bowl of milk, mm-hmm. let him lick it up. Stroke his hair. And, yeah. <laughs> and then just, then he's fine. But he needs he needs someone who understands that rage. Sure. He needs something. Something's got to change. Rick isn't understanding it because Rick has a one-track mind, and he has a plan in mind, and he wants to execute that plan because all he wants in the end, whether he admits it or not, is he just wants the plan to work so he can kill Negan. Well, I mean... he can. that, That, but he also wants everybody else to be safe. He realizes that these people, we need them. We're going to need as many people as yeah. we can to survive in the future. We're a couple years into this mess. Um, we've started to finally get a little bit of our lives back together. We have things kind of figured out, but we need people to put these things into motion. Yeah. So let's not kill everyone, but they don't give a shit. And like we said, they crash this truck through the wall. The walkers walk in, the saviors are mowing them down and they've kind of blocked the stairway mm-hmm. with a pile of walker bodies Yeah. so that they can't get up. But I mean, how long is that going to last? Honestly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now it's, it's a harder situation to deal with. So Daryl and them didn't accomplish anything. No, they just made, the situation stickier. Yeah. And yeah. So now where, where are we going now to where Rick is with the heapsters? Sure. <laughs> and he's all, he's all proud of his 20 deep of Walker. Right. Around the and he, he tries to call the uh, snipers. Nobody answers. He climbs right. up to sniper tower and looks and sees the truck and a hole and no walkers. And he's like, Oh shit. Shit. I might be in trouble. And where does this leave Dwight? Like, honestly, because Dwight, didn't know anything about this part of the plan. And he, the whole time has been, we're going to save these people. The only person that's going to die is Negan. And now that's not the case. Right. So what does that, where does that leave him? And he has no information. So from his side, it looks like, Oh, well they, they said, screw me too. Right. I helped them and they betrayed me. They tried to kill me with everybody else. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. It, man, just nobody thought always has to be that thing. That happens. And of course, we know it. It's a TV show. Sure. And it, it exists for conflict and for plans to be destroyed and burned and right. ashes to ashes. But, like, why Daryl? Why a man who is so good at killing and, and working with Rick being his, like, right-hand man? Or not even that, just being his teammate and then he just loses everything with this. Do you think, and this is going to get into the next topic, do you think that's them trying to set up that Daryl's not going to be around for long? Possibly. I've been thinking about that too. But like, usually, usually in The Walking Dead, whenever someone dies, they always have super redeeming episode. Sure. Which they do they're which setting could him, totally happen. Yeah. They're setting up a chance for him to redeem himself from yeah. his terrible decisions that he's made. Right. And I know people have said for a long time, if Daryl dies, we riot. I don't know if that's as true as it was before because they have not done great things with the character recently. Right. I mean, I still love Daryl. I still think he's one of the best characters on the show, but the way they've been writing him lately and the decisions that he's making, you're just like, God, oh, where is Daryl? Where yeah. is he? And 
I don't know. Maybe they're maybe this season was the season where they decided uh, we're going to find out who enjoys the show, who keeps watching, and who really likes it. Like we've gone past like the people who jumped on the train to enjoy Walking Dead while it was there, and they could talk about it on Sundays, and there's this popular Facebook thing, and now it's just down to the people who are. I want to say. I mean, I guess diehard who like love the show for what it is and who are following it. Maybe those people um, have accepted it. Right. I don't know. Okay, but it's it's sketchy because like if they kill Daryl, does that destroy the ratings? Does it? You know, it's like these are big choices. It would be a big make, choice. You know, I mean Norman Reedus. I mean, I think if they lose him on the show, they'll be losing one of the best yeah. actors and one of the best characters for sure. And I feel like they kind of weighed that out with what they experienced with Glenn. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people stop watching because... Or Abraham. Because yeah, Abraham, Abraham, what a too. what a killer character, man. Yeah, amazing. So, okay. Then here's my question then. Season finale, I mean, mid-season finale next week, 90 minutes. Somebody's got to die. I think people are going to die. Who do you think is going to die? If you, if you could... Is there a number? Uh, I say thinking? two. Two people? Two people. Two, I don't know if you're going to say... Like, like, two series regulars that we know. Okay. Well... I agree with we we talked a little bit about this. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking that Gabriel isn't yeah. safe. Yeah. I don't know how he dies whether I hope he's it's not overcome just being by sick. the sickness or if it's some more amazing way. Yeah. Um it's tough because I don't think Eugene is going to die. No. Um I don't think Dwight dies. <sighs> Ugh. It's tough. Um, I think I think I think Tara goes. I oh, think, I think Tara's dead. <laughs> Don't tease me. I'm serious. Don't you? No, tease I'm, I'm not me doing it this. just to appease you. I really oh, think. Man. I really think. I, well, it's got to be either her. It's pretty savage of me that as soon as you said that, I just had this like Christmas miracle <laughs> feeling. Like I was like, it is December. It is. I got. I mean, I don't know how much longer she's got on the show. I think she's got to go, not got to go, but I think she's going to be, she's a prime candidate based off of her decision and her pure rage and lack of reason. I think she's going to do something stupid to get herself killed. And I, I think it's going to be her and Gabriel in this one. And I think before the season's over, we're going to see a couple more people die. Oh, like, yeah. Honestly, oh, I think yeah. before five people are going to be gone yeah. at the end of season eight. And there will be another, I think there's going to be another, oh, which is tough. Do you think there will be another season one? From season one to go? I do. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, and there's so few left. Like, you, you just leave that. You decide who you yeah. think that's going to be. But Well, after Morgan leaves, there's three, four? Sure. Four. Four. Yeah. Carol, Rick, Daryl, and Carl. Carl. Coral. Yeah. Slim Crazy. Pickens. Slim Pickens. But, I mean, I think as a, a setup for a finale, this episode was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed all the Eugene character development. We didn't talk about it a lot because, you know, it's all summed up with Negan. I mean, he picked Negan. He picked the saviors. We yeah. kind of knew who he was, but that's who he picked. Yeah. And so... And we wanted to save a little time because there's there's more to talk about. Right. Okay. So I read an article, and I'm not sure how true it is, but it's about Fear the Walking Dead and with Morgan. A lot of people were not happy that Morgan was the person leaving Walking Dead to go to Fear. They thought, oh, we missed an opportunity with Abraham, because Abraham was from Texas. It's only 63 days in that the dam exploded, so that's way before the timeline when we meet Abraham. There'd be plenty mm-hmm. of time. 
But the article I read, and if it's not true, y'all, please correct us and let us know that it's wrong, is that it seems like fear is going to reboot and do a big time jump pretty much up to present day, The Walking Dead. And if that's true, what are your initial thoughts? So yeah, so pretty much we're trying to figure out where the end of the third season is going to go because it's like, are they going to be at the dam with the water flowing everywhere or... Um, you know, what happens with them there? Is that just going to get left in limbo? And then we time jump to some other place where there's right. different characters. I don't know. I'm worried about that. Cause a time jump, you know, we saw the proctors and everything like that. And if we just suddenly jump pretty much 200, 300 days, I mean, 500 days, whatever it's 600 days yeah. in, right? Yeah. If we jump 500 days in the future, wh- what on earth that's going to be. And, and, and I don't are want- we losing all the characters. Well, I've heard that this is in the article, and I don't know how accurate it is, so bear with me, that they're going to bring back, you know, Kim Dickens, um, Mm -hmm. Nick, Alicia, um, what is his name? Uh, Strand. No. Yeah, Strand, and uh, uh, one other other character. But they're not going to bring back Daniel. Why would they keep... I don't know. Strand I, over Daniel. I don't know, man. There's like, we're only going to bring back so the most no popular sense. characters and all that stuff. And I just don't understand. And they're, they got rid of the other showrunner. Right. And it's now the show run- two showrunners. Yeah. From Once Upon a Time, which right. is a good show. Yeah. So, but it seems like, you know, when Fear started, it was just going to be, it was going to be its own thing. No crossovers with The Walking Dead. It wasn't like a companion or a spinoff series. It was its own series. Yeah. And it feels like they're kind of abandoning that and they're going to make it like, Another Walking Dead, basically. I think what <laughs> I think where they're getting is is they're realizing they need to lean on the original Walking Dead a little more and have a little more connection because Fear the Walking Dead hasn't floated. No, I mean they're losing viewership <laughs> it, like crazy, yeah. like from season one to season two it to season split three every it, time. Yeah, it's just going down and down and down yeah. and down. So, which is sad because season three was the best one. <laughs> it was. It's like they finally found their footing, but it, it was a little more like The Walking Dead. Sure, it's like a, it's like when they were on the ranch. Yeah, you got Otto was a little bit like Herschel, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, and then you know they've got the big bad guys like the governor and the proctors and stuff right. like that. It, it was no, very, there were definitely similarities. And the soon, yeah, it was just like a working. It's a good recipe, I guess. Sure. And they are going to want to stick with it. And, and what I'm curious about is like what will come of that. And eventually what will, what will it look like down the line? Right. Will, you know, the whispers come from Fear of the Walking Dead? Maybe. And then maybe eventually there just won't be a Fear of the Walking Dead anymore. It'll just be the Walking Dead and the two shows will merge into one. That's crazy. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if that's true, I'm a little excited to see it. It fits in with uh, Kirkman and all the showrunners from The Walking Dead saying that this show will go on forever. Right. Which, cool. <laughs> but yeah. We're still going to be doing this podcast oh. when we're 50. Welcome to episode 3087. Is anyone out there? <laughs> That'll be what it is. But yeah, so Interesting. a lot of... A lot of stuff in the air right now. I'm interested to see what it looks like. Yeah. And whichever they do, I'm excited to see season four of Fear. 
uh, because yeah. I like the way they left off season three. I hope it's not too flashbacky. Like I don't want to turn into Lost, where it's like sure. you know individual flashback episodes. That'd be a little weird, especially since there's characters from Lost, right. Maggie. It's, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we'll see. I'm I'm sad that we didn't get what we wanted, and it wasn't Abraham in right. some way. It would make sense now that it's not Abraham. Sure. I mean, if they jump ahead, Abraham's sure. dead. Yeah. So he can't yeah. be on the show. Morgan, I think, will give maybe more people reason to view both shows. Sure. Absolutely. So that's the hope. Yeah. I feel like that's probably their hope. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. So next week is the mid-season finale and then a little break for us. We're not sure how long it's going to be. I'm sure we'll come back before the... Uh, second half of the season starts just to go yeah. over some things and do some yep. stuff. In the meantime, though, there's a couple things you could do for us. If you don't follow us on Twitter, please do so. We are at Fear Inthcast. Um, you can send us an email, fear at inthcast.com, or if you want to be a patron, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash fear inthcast. Yish. Yish. Were you going to say something? Did I cut you off? No, you didn't. Oh, good. I'm glad. I, was I hope worried. your editing skills are amazing. They are. Whew. I've done this many times. Yeah. Don't worry. I don't worry. I can. I just need to record some room noise. That's right. Just put that in the pack. Whoosh, whoosh. I can make some room noise for you. We're not doing an ASMR. Uh, we'll have to edit this out too. <laughs> <laughs> I can get a makeup brush and start rubbing it on the mic. Oh, <laughs> you always need like long fingernails, painted fingernails for that. <laughs> I know, and then tap on shit. I don't understand. Yeah. The other day, my, anyway. my oldest son was like, do you like ASMR, darling? And I was like, what, what? are you talking why about? Why do you know that? And he's like, he was on a PewDiePie video. I was like, well, why are you no. watching PewDiePie? He's like, I no. wasn't. I just saw it. But... PewDiePie's a racist. <laughs> well, oh, I don't let him watch PewDiePie at all because his videos right. are garbage. Yeah. But uh, he was like, she was on there and I just didn't know. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're not going to. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, Fear the Inthcast ASMR. That's, that's right. Oh, man. Hey, well, we'll see y'all next week. Hope you're having a delightful holiday season. Because, damn it, we are. We are indeed. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Anthcast.